0: Oh well well. I feel like I always go first and then I talk over you. Well, I am letting you speak for once. So you know what? There's a first time for everything. Well, it really is. It's a new dawn, it's a new day. Someone once actually, Chandler, someone once wrote in and they're like, What's it like being so bossy and basically such a bitch? Um, and always talking over your sister. And I was What's like, it like? It's a great, great. Question, honestly. Uh, I have so much to say, and she is really easy to get to shut up uh, when I overpower her this and is go true. Big girl mo big sis mode. Do you know that I actually got work feedback one time in my old job that I interrupt people? Or no, no, no. It was that I finished their sentences. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're more assertive like, in your other professional environment than with I me. I guess so. But I was like, Interesting. do I really? Like, I, I, this was like for real. I, I kind of... Had a moment where I thought, mm, "Did you just like have to find something wrong with me?" Right, you know, like, right, totally. Like, oh, that's the worst you can do. I can read people's I minds. Feel like, I feel like it's oddly specific to like a feedback. Um, right, right. And then my follow up question was like, "Well, maybe you just don't get to the point fast enough." Exactly, exactly. And that's what I say to you um, every time we finish each episode. No, I actually—that's just a joke. Um, Chandler and I, Chandler, don't you feel like we have a kind of an understanding, um, especially when we have guests where most of the time I'm like leading the episode? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. prefer it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Chandler like legit prefers for me to semi-lead, not this podcast, but like I will oftentimes be like, Chandler, do you want to lead this? And I think she she likes for someone else to, you know, she likes for Jesus slash me to take the wheel. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is a dynamic that was maybe established uh, at birth, at conception, right. You are Absolutely. my older sister. And so, you know, there's a little bit of deference and I'm okay with that. Uh, and you know, trust me, there are plenty of times where I'm just sitting on my next, uh, quippy thought waiting yeah. to, you know, roast you. So uh, it's waiting all for good. This, waiting for this be to STFU. Can there goes, just just like a disclaimer? That. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so mom, feels really embarrassed that we still cuss on this podcast because, you know, we did promise her and pledged her that we would stop when we had her on for a hundredth episode. Yeah. yeah. And I just feel like we need to disclaim you guys that that was not some Machiavellian plan to lie to her to, and then to betray her. Yeah. No. yeah. We are not yeah. like, this is not, you know, Judas Iscariot vibes. Um, <laughs> we did not mean to betray our mom. The truth of the matter is, is that we had every intention of stopping cussing, but when, you, when you're when you in the business of uh, telling be- mediocre jokes, turns out like losing a bunch of tools in your arsenal is really tough, and it just became way too difficult to stop cussing.
1: That's um, what I think. Two things here. What do you think? I,
0: I'm going to say that I was better at it than you were, and True. you unfortunately led me down the road back to swearing more. So I'm, I'm going to blame it on you first and foremost. And also, you know, yeah, we just like, we, it's just, it's difficult. And, you know, mom should know that promises are sometimes made to be broken. And, you know, that's just a hard life lesson she needs to learn. We had zero intention of breaking that promise. We, re- I firmly believed in my mind and soul that I was going to stop cussing, but then it just really did prove to be too freaking hard you know what? Yeah. So at least I just said freaking, um, like a proper Utah And <laughs> sorry, mom. Um, love you. But we're we're just doing our best. We're just two gals doing our best, trying to crack right. some jokes, trying to get some new Patreon subscribers. Um, and we're doing the best we can with what we have. Exactly. Which is, I guess, uh, you not know, much <laughs> Which is, which I guess is dropping a few f bombs here and there. You know, to get a chuckle out of people. Right. And you know what? I wish that I didn't swear at times. Um, Right. You know, I wish that I I was incredibly reformed, but I'm not. And, you know, I know that there are people who listen to this podcast who maybe, you know, I don't really like that you can hear me swearing, but it's just it is what it is. And, uh, you know, every day is a winding road. Yeah. I mean, it's all a journey. Trust me. When I was a young woman, you know, when I was in my teenage years, I thought that my life as a 30 something would be as a high power professional who maybe woke yeah. up early to learn languages, who woke up yeah. early to learn instruments, um right. who you know read literature constantly, yeah, made love next to the fire each night. Disgusting. And this is how I thought I'd live my life. Let me just tell you that uh becoming an adult is reckoning with reality and it's <laughs> it's realizing that maybe you're not the person you wished you were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, another life lesson. Uh, we're learning. I was on um, I was uh on a fun little boat day the other day or yesterday, and one of the girls was asking what my hobbies were, and I, and she was like, "Do you do yoga or anything like that." And I'm just like, you know, the problem with yoga, honestly, is like you just already dropped check off my phone. Yeah, yeah. I want to check Instagram notifications.
1: Yeah, and
0: it's just really hard to get through that yeah. class. Without checking my email, it's so yeah. it can be so boring, right? Right? You know, totally, totally. I mean, not checking your phone for you know, at minimum fifteen minutes to up to an hour for a workout is very, very difficult, near impossible. It's a Herculean task, Chandler, to say the least. So anyway, um, now we can just move away from my failings, though, because we have a lot on the sure. docket to discuss today. Yes. Yes. Um, first item that we really need to get into is probably our most exciting item of the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is, what is it? we have given these giveaways a bit of a break because we had a, I knew that I wanted people to have a little bit of rest before we started our final giveaway of the year, which is by far our most exciting. Yeah. And Chan, do you want to say what we're giving away? I actually don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. This is, you guys, this is why I take the lead sometimes. Okay. Um, Oh my gosh. Well, it's actually super exciting. Chandler, do you remember that um, I gave this to you? It's a one carat diamond tennis bracelet. Yes. 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 I do now remember. You are. Uh, Maybe I, maybe I blocked it out because I'm, you know, jealous, but anyways. (laughs) Oh Yeah, maybe she blocked it out because she's not excited for the bill when it comes in for this giveaway. But um, right. we are giving away a one carat diamond tennis bracelet, the same tennis bracelet, not, the, not Chandler's, but the same one, not the exact same one, but you yes, know, the same we're, thing. We're giving away mine. I'm actually, <laughs> you're going to get the bracelet off my wrist. Um, times are tough. We're hitting the skids and we're going to have to start giving away items that we own from giveaway. our own bodies. <laughs> Literally. And then I'll start Before... doing my molars and then I'll move on, <laughs> to <the>, you know, <laughs> exactly. Before we actually start selling our bodies, we're going to start selling the jewelry on top of them. Yeah. Um, no, so we are giving away a one carat diamond tennis bracelet. And this giveaway is partnered with Casita Jewelry which is founded by my best friend in Puerto Rico, Sara. So truly, it's a very, very exciting giveaway. And how do you enter? Well, you can enter as many times as you want. It's super exciting to enter. All you do is follow Casita Jewelry, and then follow us, of course. And and then finally, shout us out on your stories. So shout yep. us out with your favorite Pub Apologist episode linked there. Use the link button. You guys, mm-hmm. copying and pasting a text link into your stories doesn't work. You got to find out how to add a link to your stories if you don't know how to do that. Um, but you add a link for your friends so that they can enjoy the show as well. And you will be entered to win a diamond tennis bracelet. And you can enter as many times as you want. So you can shout us out every day if you want till, you know, the end of the year, essentially. This giveaway is running till the end of the year. So anyway, enter every two weeks, enter every week, whatever you want. But um, we're super excited about it. And I just want to say that these giveaways are actually what truly help us grow. And so, when you enter, you're not just entering to win, but you're really supporting the show and supporting the really important work Chandler and I do here, talking trash each each week, right? Swearing and that type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly. Yes. Yes, they're incredibly helpful, and we really appreciate the people who enter. And um, yeah, it's just it's it's an amazing way to help us grow. So. Uh, the other thing, I don't know if Lauren mentioned this, is just don't say that it's a giveaway. That's typically oh, right. uh, a, a an easy That's way for st- people to swipe through your stories even faster than they already are. You only shout us out if you actually would, if you actually love the show. Right. And I think that sums it up. So, Chan, should we finish? Should we conclude oh. housekeeping and move forward? I have one note about housekeeping, and this is a decision I'm making on air in front of you live. Oh, no. Um, I... I'm going to get merch up and running after this year. In 2023, yeah. we are going to be full steam ahead with merch. We need to get through Lauren's wedding. Um, you know, it's it's a lot for me. Lauren's wedding is a, is a lot for her and it's a lot for me. So, you know, we are we're going to resume merch, sweatshirts and hats next year.
1: And we're we will going get to that up off the
0: ground. March. Not begin. Resume. We're resume. going to just begin merch, everyone. <laughs> really. We're going we're gonna to hit play. We're not just hitting pause. We're going to hit play finally. So, yes. Yeah, so it is coming. Um, well, Chandler, let's move on from housekeeping. But speaking of selling ourselves, selling the jewelry mm-hmm. off our bodies, yep. um, I want to talk to you about OnlyFans because I have some evolving thoughts. I saw th- this topic in our <laughs> outline and I braced myself because I'm not sure if you're going to go full you know serena, serena joy, joy. On me. i have no idea where this is going i have no idea if i'm going to be like worried that we need to edit this out after um i'm already preparing right. myself to have to mentally you know take a Xanax because i'm going to be so stressed about getting canceled so please proceed <laughs> okay well here is the deal, you guys. Obviously, you know, I have com- conflicted thoughts on commodifying sexuality, okay? I don't think that's, uh, that's a new revelation for anyone who listens to nope. the show. That right. said, Chandler, when you learn how much money these women are making on OnlyFans, yeah. it's what I would call a rude awakening. <laughs> um, these, be- I mean, these ladies, these women are making generational wealth, yeah. snapping some ass shots that I'm already taking, that I'm already right. posting oh, it's what, true. for free. For free. For free. <laughs> what oh. I've learned actually is that I'm doing it all wrong. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and honestly, I just think if you can create general generational wealth for yourself and build a financial future in 10 years or 20 years or two years on OnlyFans. Right what I would say is GFI, go for it because I'm sorry, but <laughs> you'd love to I'm create sorry. an acronym that doesn't exist. GFI. You love to do that. <laughs> yes. So GFI, anyway, those let, my- let's go girls. GFI. Go for G- it. GFI. Also it's safe. It's encrypted. Yeah. It's private. Yeah. It's, yep. You know what? It's you don't actually have to sell your body. You don't even actually right. have to be naked. It can just be bikini photos, totally. And and you you're can doing that for free, like t- you said. You're yeah. I'm already. I'm basically. I have my. I have a free OnlyFans account called my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and I've gone completely <laughs> all wrong. Well. Oh yeah, and honestly, you're actually losing money because you're paying for those boat days and experiences to then post the free photos. You're hemorrhaging cash, which we already I'm know. Ha- but yeah, <laughs> hemorrhaging ca- cash. Okay, to slut it up on my own account when I could be doing that. And pr- I- I'm not even going to go there. But what I will say is that wow. I did learn that the daughter of a the daughter of a reality television matriarch, one season wonder. This oh is yeah, a blind item. Matriarch. Reality. Okay. Maybe one to two Season wonder. Yeah. Um. Let's just say the daughter the the younger daughter, she never was on the show. Anyway, she's making what? apparently, according to my friend, three hundred and fifty K a year on OnlyFans. Wow. Wow. Yeah. How does that incredible? Is that post tax or pre tax? I don't know. I'm wow. sure you just expense all your lingerie and your boat days and your your net income is thirty grand. And you're making you know, Literally. you're paying two grand anyway. Oh my gosh. It's the grift of Oof. our times and I highly recommended uh what's it GFI go for it girls. Yeah. Right. 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 Wow. Okay. Well, thank you Lauren for what, a, what an evolved <laughs> thought. I know truly. Okay. So moving on, I'm sure our parents are just going to love this episode. They're going to love um, it. They're going to be, be posting about, about it. They're going to enter the giveaway. They love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> like exactly. and skip to this part where Lauren talks about being a free blank, Please, um Please. Do you want to talk about mom joining Patreon? Well, well, well. Do I <laughs> ever? We All right. woke up on Friday morning to something, you know, something afoot in yeah. our Patreon. Well, you know, it, it was an email. Database. Deb dollars seven ninety nine a month, new Patreon subscriber. What? I Not mean- under a pseudonym, okay? No, no, not under any type of disguise. Just her, you know, her God given name, right there in front of us. Now on our Patreon for eight ninety nine a month, seven ninety nine. Um, we haven't talked Excuse about the price Oops. increase, Chandler. We haven't announced that yet. Whoops, <laughs> um, inflation's hitting Just us kidding. all. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, get that seven ninety nine subscription while you can, baby. And guess what Deb did? And this is the deal: we're entering a new phase, a new era. Where instead of it making our blood run cold, our blood ran only slightly freezing. Um, yeah. We called her, panicked, um, yeah. and said, "Mom, this is our patrons, our private space. Right? And w- you know we've we been over this. Right. Yeah, this we, is like you wait we what- to give us some privacy here. For anyone new here, our mom has already joined the Patreon, but under a disguise, like with a different name. Do you <laughs> yes. remember what that name was, Lauren? You share it it with was- the crowd. Do you remember what it was?" I don't think I remember completely. So my oh, gosh, make sure of course. Can we get it te- right. You team me up. Okay, this is why I take over people. It was Steve. Just Steve. She joined no, us The email. What was the email though? Oh. Oh, oh nowhere to hide. Nowhere to hide at gmail.com. <laughs> <hide at laughs> so I wouldn't have really been that afraid of Steve signing up for Patreon. No, we do have totally. email listeners. We do. But it was nowhere to hide at gmail.com that mm-hmm. made me um F T f i don't know freak the f out okay (laughs) (laughs) i immediately blocked this person they sent it for an annual subscription i immediately blocked was like guess what i don't want you on our patreon if your gmail is nowhere to hide that makes me think that you're a crazy loony stalker yeah yeah um and anyway so it turned out it was just our mom it's just our mom just our loving mother just our darling mother um, with one of her weird Instagram accounts. So many weird email and Instagram accounts. So many. So many. So, many. so anyway, um, that was her first attempt at joining the Patreon. That's when we, you know, slammed the door shut and said, Deb, this is yeah. our safe space. Okay, right. We need space here.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: mm-hmm. fast forward to a couple days ago. The Deb has joined. So we call her in a panic and she very authentically and sweetly and generously said, I actually just really want to know you guys better and I feel like Mm -hmm. I have lots of friends now who subscribe to the Patreon and they Mm -hmm. mention things that I don't have no idea about and it makes me feel left out and we're truly entering this new phase where we are truly financially independent free agents on the earth Yeah, with no longer cell phone plans that can be canceled by... By Deb and John. And so maybe it's just gonna be okay for them to know us as we truly are. I mean, you know Do the naive speak? The naive speak we do. <laughs> we absolutely do. We have no idea where this is this is gonna go. Right now we're seeing it as an opportunity for growth, but you know, yeah. anything could truly happen. And so we will keep you abreast uh with, with Deb now being on the Patreon. But you know, yes, it, we, we're we're hopeful. We're hopeful. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, moving on from the Patreon Chan, I want to get to something. Oh, did you, or do you have anything else on that? I was just going to ask you, are you going to put back up your Q&A that's, you know, been like, up, down, up, down, up, down. It's not going to go back up ever again? Like, what the hell is happening with that? <laughs> okay. So it was the anonymous Q&A that I posted originally also did like a teaser on that you had me delete I was like this week on the Patreon this is the what we're getting up to $7.99 a month baby yeah and you were so mortified by it you're like delete that so I did um and then I had a moment of mortification so I deleted it all together like it was only up for maybe a week okay so then I decided you know what I felt Bold. I felt brave. I felt ready to be myself with everyone. I felt unashamed for about twenty minutes or so. Twenty minutes of, this, of these it was feelings. A, <laughs> it was a solid forty-five seconds. And of course, I took to Instagram. Of course, um, and I said, "Everyone, <laughs> it's up. This is me. your lines. <laughs> the anonymous Q and A is getting posted again for all who missed it. My benevolent soul. Um, yeah. Well, that, then the very next morning, I said it'll be up for two days. The very next morning, Deb deb herself joined the patreon and let's just say right. the anonymous q a that was not that's one that i definitely don't want one listening to no offense mom okay um not yet at least so anyway i promptly deleted it this was pre-talking to her pre-knowing her intentions of knowing who we are and so that's where we're at okay um so let's get to some main topics for this episode chandler the first being Bethany frankel chandler has come out yeah, and has a new podcast. Doesn't she already have a podcast? Yes, and I guess she's just really hell bent on being a cheater brand of the pop apologists. Okay. I've got a question. The yeah. format of her of her podcast number one was so bizarre to me. It was like, here's four minutes from Bethany Frankel. Here's that ten were the most, minutes, like erratic, like, chaotic rant. Yes, I don't understand. Yes. I'm like. Please don't call yourself a podcast if you have content that is shorter than 15 minutes. Okay? Okay? Like, you know, what? that's that's okay. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be a total B-I-T-C-H, but, like, that's just not a podcast. And, you know, it's it's disrespectful to the gals like us who record for an hour and a half, you know, to have right. enough content. Yeah, to the artists at work like Chandler right. and I. Um, yes, Here's the thing about Bethany Frankel that just drives me to the loony bin, but also yeah. entertains me to no end. Yeah. Um everything this woman does is delivered with the tone of like sanctimonious, I am the gift energy. Mm-hmm. And what oh, I am foreign. doing is so unique, so much yeah. better than other people. It, it you is could al- not it is be more right. actually baffling. It's like I'm going to show you how to make the best bagel ever, and any bagel you've made before this is absolute shit, and you don't know how to make anything because you suck, and I know how to make bagels, so let's talk about it. (laughs) If you don't tear, if you don't pull the bread out of your bagel to save some calories, I don't know. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're eating the whole bagel? Literally. I I, this, this woman is on, it's called. It's, it's rendering her too confident. There is such a thing as too much self-esteem. I didn't think it was possible <laughs> until I watched Bethany Frankel on Instagram. And then I was like, no, it's possible to Right. So a little self-doubt is good. It's healthy. Yeah. Um. So I want to play with you the teaser, Chandler. Okay. Because it's just oh, so, so hilarious. Um. And we're going to do a, a live reaction to this 90-second teaser, which is okay, essentially a – advertising on our podcast for her podcast which is yeah. you know we're real dumb super dumb of us this. yeah yeah also I will say this teaser is a three-minute episode Chandler three-minute little recording and of course there's a mm. one-minute ad before we even oh get my to her gosh. teaser she's got to make that money she's got to build yeah. that <laughs> empire oh my I thought it's just like where is the dignity where's the dignity in just being a hundred millionaire Like, right. Right. Literally. Why, why really makeup tutorials and bad lighting on TikTok and on TikTok with FU money. What are we doing this for? What What are we doing? Yeah. Trying to build wealth if the, if this is the outcome. Okay. Right. Um, so here we go.
1: Hi, it's Bethany Frankel. My time on the real housewives of New York is a few years behind me. And now I'm ready to put the real back into the real housewives. That's where my new podcast rewives comes in. This isn't your typical rewatch podcast. I'm watching only the most iconic episodes from all cities. I'm sharing never-before-heard stories of what happened behind the scenes. And I'm not just pulling in cast members for post-game analysis. I'm doing something a little more interesting. If you've ever seen an episode of The Real Housewives, you know the drill. But beyond throwing drinks and legs, there are lessons about marriage, divorce, friendship, money, parenting, and fame. If you have the right minds, analyze and dig deeper. So I'm bringing on unexpected thought leaders and celebrities to give their take thought on leaders. the
0: leaders. Okay, I think we were putting enough. My favorite is, um, this is something a little more interesting. This is something way better than that. Crap. Uh, two T's in a pod, <laughs> Tamra. Like, oh, this is a rewatch podcast. Really, I, you're so much better uh, than Housewives, and now you're coming great. out. You're so much. Uh, you're so far above being on the show. Mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. you have a rewatch podcast. The where- likes of Kelly leventhal Dodd, literally, where all you do is talk about Housewives. The show. Yeah, you're like so far removed from, or like too too good for. Oh, and then let's also say, let's also, how about, this is going to be a little more interesting. I'm only going to be watching the most iconic episodes. Oh, really? Okay. So you're not going to do that good of a job. You're right, right. only going to watch the best material. Dude. Okay. And then, this woman. And then, oh, and we I have want, minds up to the task. Thought leaders? Thought thought leaders? <laughs> that word is, is getting thrown around way too much these days, and I'm not here for it.
1: Unless
0: you have... Hillary Clinton, Michelle Obama, Adam Grant, Sheryl Sandberg, unless you have the actual thought leaders of our time right. coming on the show, Eckhart Tolle perhaps, to evaluate <laughs> housewives, I'm not interested what? in whatever like D list thought leaders mm-hmm. you have about their the uh, moral le- lessons on, on housewives. Yes, exactly that. I am not going to sit here and pretend that housewives is some type of groundbreaking next level philosophy whatever. Like I'm just not, I'm not going to sit here and and believe that it is. So we just don't need thought leaders or alleged thought leaders discussing it. Like we can just accept it for the trash television that it is and enjoy it for that. That's all. Yes, exactly. It's just, this is just the most Bethany, this lady is just so high on her own supply. Um, And you know what? I will frankly be tuning in. So um after all that <laughs> Absolutely Absolutely. So I can't wait to listen. <laughs> is she gonna be doing her own skincare brand? Like which which lane is she in? Isn't she the one who's like, pick a lane, pick a lane? Like oh which which lane no, is she, has- she in? No, she's Mrs. Have you ever, did you watch the beginning of her HBO documentary where she had a huge web? Yes, was yes, Bethany. Yes. Oh my gosh, This yes. is the popcorn. Yeah. This is the gene empire. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the YouTube mm-hmm. channel. This is the social media. It's oh called multi-channel, gosh. omni-channel. Like she, I'm sure <sighs> there's just one branch Chandler in the Bethany tree that is growing yeah. to overtake the garden. And I, you know what? I, I will take a bite I, of the fruit. I want like a a quarter dose of whatever she takes every morning because I think it could frankly help my work ethic. It's called cocaine. No, I don't know. Um, (laughs) That's just a joke. That's what it sounds like. Oh my Lord. Uh, People that are like permanently so hyped up on themselves. Truly. God bless. What a gift. I'm very jealous. What a gift. Um, Okay. I feel like though, I'll say you have a little bit of Bethany in you. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I'm just saying. You like to start a lot of businesses. You've got a lot of ideas that you put into action. Like, you've just, like, let's just be real for a second here. You've got a little bit of Bethany in you. Like, you know. I, 100%, which is why I find her to be so annoying. It's because it's my self-loathing coming out. (laughs) Um, It actually reminds me of a funny story. When we were going to first start Pop Apologist, we were talking with Courtney. And this is when she was first starting her Instagram account, her fashion account. And you know, Courtney's true God given talent is style and aesthetics. So it just made sense. And I was talking to Courtney and I was like, I'm going to start this interior design Instagram account. This is how you do it. You just post beautiful photos of homes, you get a following because people follow the inspo, and then you do affiliate links to the products, right?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And
0: you basically don't do any of the work yourself. Like you don't have to have any original content. All you're doing is curation. And if you can grow a following, you can make a shit ton of money. And so I had this whole business plan locked sure, and loaded. My sure. whole business yeah. plan. That was basically it. Um, but yeah. I was ready to to be welcomed into the throngs of fellow like to know it top talent. Sure. Um, And so Courtney looked at me and she said, do you even like interior design that much? And I said, no, (laughs) No. I'm not that interested in it. I'll probably hire someone because I'm not very good at it, (laughs) but I can learn. I can learn. And this is where the money is. You know, you're doing fashion. (gasps) Fashion is your lane. I can't do it. So I'm just going to do interior design. And she's like, why don't you do like a celebrity thing? Something you actually care about. Right. And I was just like, um... Cause that sounds like it's going to take a lot of time to make money, which is actually <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. Correct. But Courtney is just so sweet and pure. She was like, I just think you should try to actually like offer value in a way that yeah. is true to you. Right. So, right. Instead of posting target pillows. So here we are. <laughs> That's so good. Here we are Courtney. And that is why I am not as rich as I could be. So it's actually your yeah. fault. Um, yeah, it is. It absolutely. Is. If only I had started that account. Um, okay, so moving on, you guys. Though, um, oh, actually, one thing I want to say, Chandler, about mm-hmm. Bethany Frankel before we move on. Yeah. And this yeah. is this podcast is this episode is kind of all over the place, so I apologize. Bethany Frankel, I think, is very much adjacent to Katherine Heigl and the trajectory of her career, which is that she whoa, stepped whoa, away whoa, from whoa, the whoa, thing. Whoa, 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 whoa! I know it's okay. It when it- when you realize the parallel journeys and trajectories mm-hmm. it's a moment of pure revelation and insight um you're welcome everyone so Catherine Heigel at the height of her Grey's Anatomy career got too big for her britches and thought this show is precluding the possibility of becoming a movie star for me mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. I don't want to be stuck to the silver screen I want my career to be more diverse more interesting more exciting yeah um I don't just want to play this blonde hot doctor and so Catherine Heigl, you know, she traded her diamond for sandcastles and sure. chased the dream of being a movie star and mm-hmm. quit, basically quit or forced herself to be fired from Grey's Anatomy because she yeah, believed so badly yeah. and was so ready to be done with it. Catherine Heigl's career was not a stone skipped neatly over a river to the next ocean, to the next stream. <sighs> It was that a stone. That <laughs> that f- that it mean? just means it did not, the plan, it did not go as planned. Oh, sure. Where she would sure. glide over the surface of the water, yeah. you know, to glory. Instead, yeah. it was a stone that sank to the bottom. Okay. Yes, she was so in true. flop after flop. And yep. I, the latest we know about her is that she lives in rural Idaho, which is a beautiful place, but probably, you know, it, it, just, it just is what it is. Maybe so, not anyway, by choice. Yeah, I don't know. It's just not exactly she did not and you know who, Chandler, you know who became super rich, super successful? One Ellen Pompeo, who yeah. knew she had a good thing going. Right. Right. Knew that if she could stick it out, she might yeah. not have the glittering career that she always wanted, but she would have the economic stability to provide a great mm-hmm. life for herself for the rest of her life and her family. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I think Bethany Frankel, while monetarily her and katherine Heigel were on divergent paths i think that when it comes to fame bethany left real houses in new york city and now is debasing herself with her tiktok videos and makeup reviews and basically youtuber content and then podcast a, a, a podcast rewatch show where is the dignity but here's what i'm gonna say though I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you about Catherine Heigl. I wasn't expecting to wake up and talk about Catherine Heigl today, but here we are. <laughs> Let me just state that right off the bat. Um, I agree with you. I do think, though, that Bethany is 10,000 times more interesting as a person and so she kind oh, of whatever sure. she does like try her hand at you're at least going to give it a go i couldn't give two shits about you know whatever Catherine Heigel's new ventures or the ventures that she attempted after gray's anatomy because she wasn't she wasn't a favorite like she just wasn't right. like as instantly right. captivating as bethany so i i have more hope for bethany while it is extremely annoying to you know be getting whiplash from all of her new ventures Right. No, I I completely agree. Bethany Frankel has way more actual star power and pizzazz. Um, She has that je ne sais quoi quality. And so I agree with you. Um, And I think that should she ever return to Housewives or decide to, I'm sure she would be welcomed with wide open arms by Bravo and Andy at large. I just think that it was a mistake... To leave the show if she's so clearly after relevance and fame. Oh, yeah. Abs- exactly. Yeah. That you hit the nail on the head. Can I Thank you. bring up something related to Real Housewives of New York? Please. So... I started Leah McSweeney's memoir because it was one of the only books at the library that I like recognized. I was I went to the library went to go look for Grisham, couldn't wow, find any. Okay. So I I ended up with Leah McSweeney's memoir, which I made it, you know, about 10 pages into before deciding oh, that I was going to return it the next day. I really liked Leah on the show, but her memoir was so littered with housewives jokes that it just made me feel like she had this ghost writer who just took it a little too far um so anyways couldn't recommend the book uh I'm actually kind of surprised that she's not on the new season of housewives because she's kind of like you know could be a part of I feel like the younger cast that they have now um but yeah anyways would not recommend her memoir and I did though see at the library Stassi Schroeder's memoir so I might have to go back for that one next time I'm just gonna say it flat out I never found Leah to be that interesting I found her to be quite thirsty um and I was just not, wasn't quite compelled by her as a character yeah and so I would not have checked that out at the library and this uh, my credulity, my credulity is goes unstrained hearing this from you yeah yeah but I am excited to read Jeanette McCurdy's book that's what I'm going to read next have you heard about this what is that who is that I'm it's called I'm glad my mom died no. And who was Jeanette McCurdy? She's a Nickelodeon star. Um, mm. And she was raised Mormon. Oh. So, anyways. And she's very glad excited her mother to read that. Perished? You, yeah, I, I want to hear about the title. That. It's, well, I mean, obviously it's a title that's very, you know, that's attention grabbing, but it's got, it's gotten like amazing reviews. Oh, really? I okay. think her so mom was, was like abusive. I think like her family was abusive. It's not just like a, okay. a tongue and cheek type of thing, but anyways. So I will be reading that, and I will giving, and I will be giving everyone a review. Can I tell you what my literary goals are for twenty twenty three? Oh, I don't really care about them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um, okay, <laughs> so next item on the list, Chandler, our Christmas wish list. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. People want to know what we want for Christmas. And baby, it's not, all I want is not you. No offense. I don't want you either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Actually,
0: mutual. um. so this year for Christmas, we yeah. are doing something really exciting, which is, and I think we've talked, we might've talked about it before, but really yeah. quick. So for my bachelorette, we went to, we rented a house in Southern Utah and it was this insanely gorgeous property in St. George and so we are going back and renting the even the like nicer version of the house the bigger one um and we're just all gonna be together Courtney Wyatt the kids our family Ben is coming Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. obviously Kagan's coming Kagan's family is coming and it's just gonna be kid time swimming time fun time and I really like I, that is all, all I want for Christmas. That's all I want for Christmas is to yeah. be in that beautiful home, looking at the red rocks with my beloved surrounding me. Like that's, I told Kagan, I don't want any gifts. This house is expensive. Shocking. So that's the gift is the gift is this. being willing to do this. And that's yeah. what I want for Christmas. So I think also we like just buy ourselves what we want anyways and this is an expensive year for all of us yeah within reason like yeah not everything we want but like you know we basically you know we all love to shop we're not like you know we don't shop you know we don't need much um yeah (laughs) so anyways like christmas is amazing always i mean it's always great to get stuff but like it's never like oh i have these things that i really need like i need a new winter coat or i need new like you know shoes right um because we just buy ourselves the stuff that we want and, uh, you know, to the detriment of our credit card bills. So this year, not doing gifts does not feel like a total punch in the gut. Um, and I think, too, the best part about Christmas when you have like a big family like ours is like just honestly watching the little kids open up their gifts. Totally. I'm so excited. And I also think that like I'm hoping this becomes a tradition where, you know, should the economy not completely melt down and should we all be still on two legs next year um i am hoping that this becomes the new christmas tradition where instead of you know spending a bunch of money on Mm -hmm. gifts and trinkets for a hundred different people and crap everyone just throws away we just say okay we're gonna do an experience we're gonna rent this really nice house we're gonna go on this vacation and everyone just get yourselves there and actually come and that's the gift the gift is your presence and making the effort to be there yeah i completely agree okay so a few more things this is kind of just all random um so i didn't know this but one of our good friends in puerto rico who's actually going to be at okay. our wedding um yeah he is one of the stars of the fire festival documentary um oh, really and was literally like literally is yeah one of the the stars of the documentary um I can't remember which one, but um, it was so funny because I was talking to him yesterday and I was like, I had no idea, like, you know, because he's just our friend. And then someone said, oh, that, you know, he was in it. So I rewatched it. And one of the interesting things that I learned from it, some insider tea from talking to him, is that... He, what he said is afterward, he was like, wow, I was so lucky that they cast me in a positive light because he was like, now okay. I understand that documentaries and reality television, they're just so completely narrative driven that their, mm-hmm. their rooting oh, yeah. in reality is so loose. Right. And he was like, they so easily cause just made me look like a complete tool. And he said, one of the, one of the things about that, that's like the most interesting is or inside scoop is that you know the lady who owned the restaurant who was like um uh, it was de- this has devastated me like devastated we we provided food for days or months for these yeah. people oh yeah yeah and then, yeah, yeah remember her she's the bahamian lady yes yes yeah so he said that what people didn't understand actually watching it is that lady is like from a very wealthy family, like a very well-to-do family okay. in the Bahamas and was actually okay. like totally fine. And like, really? yeah, taking like a hit, but like they cast, they like basically made it look like she was like destitute in real right, over of this. this. Yeah, But she was yeah. actually like already quite wealthy. And then she just got a lot wealthier because of her massive GoFundMe that like went Whoa. over the
1: top. He Ugh. said the
0: people that actually got completely screwed were the people who um, were the people were the white bartenders who flew down from Miami for the weekend on their own dime, yeah. thinking they were gonna yeah. make like three ton of money and tips. Yeah. That weekend, working right. fire festival, right ended up making nothing, missed their weekend shift in Miami and just yeah. were out a bunch of money. He was like the people who actually got screwed were people you have basically no idea about from the documentary. Um and anyway, it was just it was just so interesting to talk to him about it. So I want to have him on the show because I I didn't even ask him. I'm going to ask him, but I if he'll come on, but I think he probably would. And anyway, it's just uh it's just was very interesting to hear some of the inside scoop there. Inside yeah, that's tea. fascinating. So speaking of documentaries, tomorrow night I'm going to watch the Selena Gomez documentary with some friends, and I'm very excited to share my my learnings and takeaways. Mm. Well, I can't wait. Um, you can just tell me if it's worth watching or not. Selena Gomez is okay. a little after my time, um, and so she's not that interesting to me, but if you say it's a good doc, I will definitely watch. Right now it falls into the Shawn Mendez category for me of documentaries. Yeah. Um, Sorry, this episode is a little bit of a kitchen sink episode, but you know, we got a lot of ground to cover. Someone asked us to talk about how to make friends as adults. I have not response if you don't have one, if you, you know, if, if you're still struggling with this yourself. Thankfully, actually, I am at a point where I've so many great friends. So I'm very lucky. I have the pleasure of living in a place that is kind of an expat place. So it's much easier mm-hmm. to make friends. So yeah. I think, Charlotte, your advice would be much more apt. Yeah. I mean, h- my advice is pretty practical. Like, I don't know if I have, you know, some like huge woo woo speech about it. But what I will say is that I think what you can do if you are struggling to make friends is to. Just become like a person who plans a lot of fun things and be a person who, you know, plans movie nights or specific activities and then just invite, you know, a smattering of people from work or just from, you know, acquaintances that you lightly know and then just say, like, I'm throwing this fun thing and you're welcome to come over. I feel like if you are constantly waiting to be invited places, then you're going to struggle. But if you are, if you become the epicenter of like fun activities and plans, like you will make friends and people will see you as a friend and someone they want to like invite places and do stuff with Mm -hmm. because you like to do fun things. What if, though, know, Chandler, you don't, like, know anyone and you move to a city and, like, you know, you know – I mean, like, what if you have to start from scratch a little bit? Start with your coworkers. Like, when yeah. Faith and I moved to L.A., we would literally invite our coworkers over for, like, random movie nights. You know, we would just, like, create a theme and then be like, we're watching this movie that's according to this theme. And, like, half the time we, we like, tried to force our coworkers to come or, like, invite people who we, like, literally just loosely knew. I will say if you're not at the point, though, where you're working with your best friend like that, the, there's still like you're kind of it's a lot easier to make friends when you already have your best friend by your side hosting events. But if you're new Absolutely. to a city, um, it's but, really putting yourself out there to just host stuff on your own. I would say. Do activities. Like, activities are the ways to make friends. Like, go to yoga. Go do, you know, go do, take classes. Like, do things, you know? I guess if if you don't feel comfortable hosting it, that's totally fine. But it could also be a thing that's like, I want to try out this new restaurant. I made a reservation for four people. Do you want to come? You know? Right. Like, you don't have to be throwing it necessarily, but you just need to be the originator. Mm hmm. Yeah. And and I think also, you know, one of my best friends from college, she kind of like at the beginning was like, hey, I really want to be your friend. Like, do you want to go get a coffee? And then when we Mm. got coffee, she was like, what are you doing tomorrow? She like made it very clear that she was like kind of pursuing me as a friend. Yes. And it just made me feel really special and like adored and i think you can kind of pursue friends like if there's someone you want to be friends mm-hmm. with it's okay to be like hey i really want to be your friend like that's just right. like a way of showing love and if they're like oh you're weird you want to be my friend i don't like you well you don't want, that's going to be good for you to know because you don't want to be that right. kind of person's friend also it's a little bit like dating where it's like send a follow up text message after and say hey i had a really good time like so fun chatting with you like all totally. of those little things make people feel like confident and that like oh like you know you We've all, I feel like, had those moments where we've hung out with someone and then been been like, someone new at least, and been like, was I weird? Like, did I say too much? Like, whatever, whatever. But like, if you send a follow-up text saying like, I had a great time and, you know, you're so fun or like just anything, I think it'll like embolden and strengthen that like very new, you know, relationship. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Okay. Finally, Chandler, let's end this episode with me throwing myself under the bus. You ready for this? Oh, I'm so ready. Okay, so I've told this story on the Patreon before, but I'm ready to reveal it to the masses because I genuinely DGAF. Um, And this all stems from the fact that on the most recent episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Chris, our dear friend Chris Harrington, admitted to creating a uh, a Finsta, a a fake Mm -hmm. account. Not Mm -hmm. necessarily just a low-key account for himself, but a fake Instagram account where he trolled Lisa Barlow. I believe or yeah. one other cast member. I only know this because I have not actually watched the episode yet, but someone messaged us, messaged us about it. Yeah. So I looked it up. So it's all over Twitter. Yeah. Um, people are up in arms about it. People are like, these people are so pathetic. All I have to say is if you ever met Chris Harrington and Angie Harrington, pathetic is not the words that come to mind. People of integrity, yeah. kind, amazing, Generous, truly phenomenal, wonderful. high quality people. That's what you'll experience. Um, but it just brought to my mind, Chandler, my own time with a fake account. Okay, mm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. so
0: I've had two times where I've had fake accounts in my life. Yeah, um, one that is particularly egregious that I'll save for a Patreon episode one day. Um, yep. But this one I'll share. So when I was twenty, yes, I was, I was uh, unceremoniously dumped by my boyfriend. And I was driven to Utah by our parents who very quickly were like, great, they're broken up. Let's get her out of this because they definitely did not want me to be dating this person. But I definitely did. It was very heartbroken. And so I decided that the best way to exact my revenge would be, you know, none other than creating a scene on my own Facebook wall, living my best life. Okay. Um, A scene it was. was It truly was a scene. I'll say it. I wasn't dressing for revenge. I was posting for revenge. So um, I decided (laughs) that the only way to let my ex know like what he had left, what he had let get away was to show how desirable I was. And of course, to do this, I created a fake persona on Facebook, create a fake profile Um, Uh and the name I chose, uh, super realistic. You know, can't imagine yeah. this person not being real. Was right. Henry Garrett? Because <laughs> that sounds like a real person. Just Henry Garrett, literally. Yeah, exactly. It's Two like, first names. Mm-hmm. It's, I can just see the peacoat already. That's like Mofo's wearing. I mean, it's definitely like a Cole's line, Henry Garrett. Yeah, it's like definitely a Cole's line of peacoats for sure. I'm sure it's been done. Anyway, yeah. so Henry Garrett, um, I found googled a picture of a hot guy. Slapped that yep. on the profile. Yep. And then proceeded to go from Henry Garrett's profile to Lauren Bledsoe's profile and post on my wall. Last night was amazing. <laughs> it's like, it's so gross. It's like, can you imagine a guy who would post on a wall last night? Was it like posting that on your wall instead of just direct messaging that to you? <laughs> Beyond. It's just, it's the kind of hysterics and insanity you can be driven to as a hormone fueled young woman, red blooded American young woman. It really knows no bounds. Um, it doesn't. So, yeah, anyway, wow. so I proceeded to then uh, drop an album that was, you know, special to me and my uh, ex and say, Oh, yeah, I loved hearing that music last night. Stop. Oh, yeah. It's oh, so yeah. bad. It's like, I will not just... even get into like the tawdriest of details. <sighs> that I just tried to pour salt in the wound. Okay. So anyway, I thought I had really pulled the wool over everyone's eyes. Hawkeye was interested in me. We had had a great time with another uh-huh. album, an incredible evening. Um, and then let's just fast forward like six months. I leave all this up, by the way, leave all this up. Yeah. And I'm just like looking at photos. Like I see some, not looking at photos. I see, some, I'm reading some like tech news. And something looks familiar to me in the photo I'm looking okay. at at the top of this article. Oh gosh! Oh, Chandler, do you know who Hot Guy? When I googled Hot Guy and picked a random photo from the internet, oh, I had taken a photo of of Jack Dorsey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Jack Dorsey, under of the gosh, pseudonym you're... Henry hey, Garrett, had had Last an incredible night, night with me <laughs> in Provo, Utah, in 2012. I'm... Please find the photo of him that you chose. Like, I'm dying. I need to know what photo oh, it was. I will get the photo. I will actually also, I have emails, like, so on Facebook, used to send, me, send you emails like, this oh, person wait. commented on your wall. So I have was it the, like seats. Re- was it like a sepia tone photo of him? Yes, it was. Yeah, I found it. Oh, I found it, baby. It's like literally his most iconic it's like, photo. <laughs> it's just, it's like a classic, like, internet dude photo. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's so yeah. bad. Yeah. It's so oh bad. Oh, my gosh. Um, so anyway. Well, you know what? Look at what's happened to Twitter and look at what's happened to you. <laughs> Joke's on Jack. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know what? A phoenix can rise from the ashes, Chandler. It's so true. As I walk down the aisle in three weeks to my tr- my tr- one true actual love and partner. Um. But I have a catfish story that's much more salacious, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Much more long-winded, much more, I would think, interesting and funny. And I've been very afraid to share this because I did not want to get blasted. Um, But I feel like I'm sufficiently confident to know that our listeners will just know it's funny. Also, it was Mm -hmm. like seven years ago. So there's a statute of limitations on cancellations, in my opinion. Um so that's going to be on Patreon this week in addition to some very spicy anonymous Q&A that's already rolling in. People want to know about finances Chandler, they want to know about prenuptial agreements, they want to Whoa. know it all, the juice. And guess what? We might be mentioning it all. Okay? Mention it all. We she might mention something. something. We'll <laughs> <see>. She's she's <laughs> wow. I just it's full circle to Bethany. It feels Here good. I'm glad we're putting on this episode before she fully overtakes the charts and we lose all our right. listeners to rewives yeah. by Bethany. Rewatch. Frankel. It's a little bit more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Chandler, it feels so good to be here with you on a celebrity podcast where we're doing nothing that's more interesting than other celebrity podcasts. Just right. rehashing the same page six articles. Same stuff over and over again. And you know what? We'll see you next week. <laughs> Enter the giveaway, everyone. One carrot tennis bracelet diamond tennis bracelet you get to pick yellow or white gold custom ordered for you sparkle in 2023 let the good Beautiful word of pop line. apologist yes let the good word of pop apologist be shown from your ig stories tag us don't forget so we can see it and enter you love ya bye love ya bye all for now folks don't forget give us a five-star review hit us up on instagram at pop apologists and we will see you next week live every wednesday